It's time for the Pokestop Podcast, your stop for all the Pokemon chat. And now, your hosts, Rob Roberts and Shane. Hello, everybody, and welcome back once again to another episode of the Pokestop Podcast, your stop for all the Pokemon chat. My name is Rob Roberts, and joining me, maybe, if I can tear him away from that game for a minute, is Shane. Hello. Hi, Shane. How are you? Fine. And uh, what are you playing right now? Pokemon. Of course you are. <laughs> what? Which one, though? Specifically, Pokemon Go? After all these... Yeah, no. I'm playing Pokemon Go. On his 3DS. Yeah. His, which, <sighs> is that the Galaxy 3DS? Yes. Is that your sixth 3DS? It's like my... 1500 3DS. <laughs> what do you do with all these 3DSs? They're for po- Pokemon. And okay. when they're done, then they're done. So which Pokemon game are you playing right now? What are you doing? Uh, US Moon 1. And he really is playing it right now. What do you mean US Moon 1? Because I have two copies of US Moon. Why do you have two copies? Of- Accidents happen. That's not an accident. So I-, I, um, so I digitally downloaded it. That's the one I'm playing. Okay. And then uh, we all knew I was going to get Sun. So I got Sun, but I got it in a double pack at Best Buy. <laughs> so I also got Moon again. And my Japanese copy is Moon. I have too many Moons. So how many copies? Four. Uh, yeah, four. At the moment. At the, oh, you're going to buy more? <sighs> I feel like I need Sun digitally, too, at some point. All right, so what are you doing? At some point. What are you doing in the game right now? Obviously, we're going to talk a lot about Sun and Moon, but what, what are you doing oh, in the game right now? on my DS. That's so important. Um... I'm dex hunting. Dex hunting. Yes. I'm so. trying to finish it off. I'm at... Hold on, hold on, hold on. I can tell you how much I'm at. I'm at uh, he's looking right now. No, I'm, it's, I ha- if you can see my hand, I'm having to hold this very oddly. Yeah, because your, your voice is going in and out because you're not pointing it towards well, your mouth anymore. Well, whatever. I have 200... Oh, wait. I'm 83% complete with the entire dex. Wow. That doesn't seem uh, like enough for you. Oh, it's just so hard. Like... <laughs> There was one Pokemon I was hunting for like three hours the other day. Three hours. But you've beat the game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I beat yeah. the game. Yeah, of course you did. All right, we'll talk more about that in a minute. But I want to introduce a special guest here on the show tonight. And uh, somebody that you might know if you ever listened to Horde House, which also had Shane and I on it. Or if you've ever heard a show called Guys on a Show. Or the variety of things that he's been involved with, not just with Vogue Network, but who knows what other places. Say hello to Extiver. What other places? I don't know. Like your blog thing. That Panera. You oh. Yeah. At Panera. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cr- creeping in the corner at Panera yeah, Bread. I'm sure, surface. you know, don't give away my plug later for Panera. <laughs> if you want to come to the Christopher show every Saturday, uh, I don't know, eight o'clock in the morning on that's at Panera early. in Emeryville, first California. Off, first off, eight o'clock on a Saturday. Not going to happen. Yeah, that's true. Not going to happen. What about your Twitter account? Everybody always plugs their Twitter account because they want followers. Uh, yeah. So I have a Twitter account. I didn't say you could do that now. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't have a Twitter account <laughs> right now, but maybe later. Um, I do have a, I have a Twitch account, Twitch streaming, mm-hmm. which I always plug. Mm-hmm. On every show that I come on on Vogue Network. Do you ever play Pokemon on your Twitch stream? No. Then you can't plug it. I'm just Well, kidding. I don't know how to play Pokemon on my Twitch stream. Because you need like special stuff yeah, to do Yeah, I need it. special stuff. Well, let's talk about... So so uh, Shane thought inviting you on the show would be fun this week. Well, mm-hmm. I always enjoy having you around, but he thought it would be especially fun because you are playing essentially Pokemon for the first time? Yeah. Question mark? You never, you never got into Pokemon Red or Blue no. or any of that stuff? No, no, no. Did you get in on the Pokemon Go craze? When I that did. Okay. Uh, I that's something actually um pokemon go is probably the reason why i picked up pokemon moon um and did you you hear that shane did you hear that (laughs) i'd like to think i had a little bit to do with it too because you asked me questions i did i asked him questions because he's the pokemon muse or guru or something the pokemon whisperer yes yeah the pokey so um you know when you think about power rangers or pokemon then shane is the one you go to right Mm, so um i uh i asked him about it and i asked him which one i should get um he wasn't very actually very helpful with that no i i told you no i gave you like a link to see the exclusives because that's really all it is that actually you know that was helpful i didn't look at it but thank you ah um (laughs) All, all it came down to, though, was uh, was I just thought the moon packaging looked a little bit better than the sun packaging. I feel like there's more people, like like a significant more people, because obviously I judge my perception of the world based on my Twitter feed. So I feel like more of the world is playing Pokemon Moon than Pokemon Sun, which is really not helpful for me trying to get my decks finished. Which well, maybe you. I have to go Pokemon through. Sun. Well, I'm. It's right there in my system. <laughs> As soon as I save this game, I'm probably switching over back to that. 
Well, plus I read, I did read that that uh, at least I don't know the majority of Pokemon Moon takes place at night. It's a twelve-hour difference set on your uh, 3ds clock. So right now in the game, it's nighttime instead of daytime. Right. So, so we're taping the show at 10:30 a.m. It's 10:30 p.m. in Pokemon Moon right now. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. all okay. it is. Which I think well, is I think is important for people to know, not just the whole like. Uh, you know which Pokemon are exclusive to which game. That's the most important. But I would say say the second most important is the time flip. Mm-hmm. I think for some people could affect you know because there's only certain Pokemon you can catch a day and night too. So yes, but there's ways to get around that. That's true. After That's true. you beat the game. Okay. So then, is it ever daytime in Pokemon Moon? Yeah. So, oh, so like, it's, but it's if you're playing at nine p.m. Uh, tonight, it's going to be daytime. Oh, again. gotcha. Yeah, I mostly play during the day in Pokemon Moon because I play like at nine, ten o'clock at night. Gotcha. So, okay. Yeah. I was kind of confused because I saw uh, it was it was light outside the other day. I'm like, I don't understand, but now I do. So that. tell it. Okay. So first, since Pokemon Go is first, tell us about some of your experiences in Pokemon Go. Like, how far have you gotten? Are you still playing? Like, um, I I've gotten to level like 23, I think, in Pokemon Go. Wow, that's um, pretty good. Yeah, it, but the thing is, it, it it slowed to like a not even a crawl. It slowed to like almost falling backwards. Yeah, falling backwards. Like it seriously it feels like you don't make any progress in that game now. Although they did make make some quality of life changes in the game that actually make you feel like you are doing more, like mm-hmm. the wind streaks and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. I do like that. Um, I because to, I took a a little bit of a break from um, the 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 game i it's been i i, I forgot about it so yeah, now no, when i go back to it um that i'm like oh yeah i have a streak that i should <laughs> keep on doing you know every day but i always forget about it. like right now for instance i'm like oh yeah i did check it yesterday i should probably check it right now well you i know? live i live in a pikachu nest too so it's probably, oh you do yeah there's oh, probably wow. one up I should right now check yeah. that <laughs> um but uh but yeah my i i can't say that um you know obviously i'm not a hardcore pokemon fan but i do uh like uh the different variety of characters that you come in contact with and um yeah i was gonna say that must be interesting because you don't have that same attachment that a lot of us do from knowing pokemon when we were younger right you know uh when pokemon was first out you don't have so this was like all new to you yeah i mean i did watch the series when i was little like like one or two episodes but it was weird to me um plus it was like when i was in middle school i think when it first came out and i and it no was like you were high school so high school I. well it was it was i was older to the point where i was like okay you this don't is, watch feels, cartoons yeah it was feels like this is like a kid thing really am I, am I the only one that thought nickelodeon was still cool when i was in high school maybe i <laughs> like um, nickelodeon shane, has, when I was in high school. shane has to be with me on this i feel like if snick was still on at that yeah. point then yes it was I pretty awesome snick in high yeah school. I, it I was mean, so good i would watch roundhouse and are you afraid of the dark all right wait wait, wait. back to pokemon back to pokemon yeah, yeah. and when the nickelodeon part podcast you do that on your own time um <laughs> so yeah so i wa- i remember watching and thought it was strange and not relatable at the time and so i never really um considered getting pokemon plus i didn't really have uh the, i didn't have the systems available to play pokemon either i didn't i don't think i had a game boy at the time um mm. So I had a Game Boy, but like it, it always broke when I was little. So it's like you know, it's probably I just didn't care. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there was a whole lapse in uh, a, an entire portion of my life where I just didn't play video games at all. Yeah. And I think uh, leading up to um, actually rooming with you in, mm-hmm. when I was 26, when I actually did consider getting back into video games with the whole Wii and you know everything like that. Um, I missed all of these Pokemon games. You know, right. I missed a lot of the final. That's why I never well, played a Final Fantasy. There's a lot of people. We've been kind of discovering that throughout what we've been doing with this show and the various people we talked to. There's a lot of people that played like that first generation of Pokemon games, like the Red and Blue. And then, you know, they might have like played Gen 2 or Gen 3, but there's a lot of people that really fell out of it. Mm-hmm. And then Pokemon Go brought a lot of people back, I think. And 
now I'm very, I am very, very interested to see how that all is going to impact ultimately the sales of Sun and Moon because I really feel like Sun and Moon are going to sell better than any Pokemon game had. They're going to sell better than X and Y, which would be the most relatable uh, games, and and wh- you know how they're going to sell compared to other generations in the past. I really think these are probably going to be some of the best selling games since the original. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, Shane. Has there has there been anything on sales numbers or anything like that yet? Like Japan I've... in the first few days, I think, sold two million. Okay, between wow. the two. Okay, um, but I mean, of course, you know the games. Of course, the game's going to be number one. We all know that, especially in Japan, and I'm sure here it's going to do very very well. Oh, yeah, too. I saw people complaining that they couldn't find copies. Interesting. So. Anyway, back to Exfer. So Exfer, um, throughout playing Pokemon Go, did you make a favorite Pokemon? Is there a Pokemon that you like more than others? Because uh, we usually try to get, ask our guests, who's your favorite Pokemon? I don't really have a favorite Pokemon, actually. I don't know. Like, I think that, you know, what, I, I think that it's that some of them are really funny looking, mm-hmm. like the Lickitung. I got that <laughs> one, and I was like, what the hell is that? Um, and I, I just got caught a charmander i think that wait there's a charmander outside hold up (laughs) hold up yeah there's a charmander i just caught one um but not that's not the first time i caught one but every single time i see it i'm like oh that's pretty it's fiery and i like that and you know um maybe maybe it's the uh oh god i don't even see i'm so new to pokemon i forget their names Um, describe it the so shane will know i like i like eevee's evolution into what color into the blue one vaporeon yeah i like that a lot and then um and i like the fire one too i like i i think think the way it looks the aesthetic is really pleasing for a lot of these pokemon so i i don't really think i have a favorite so you like evolutions it sounds like you might yeah there's eight of them by yeah there's even more later (laughs) really wow yes in Pokemon Go? No, there's only three right now in Go, and then you've got oh. eight in Sun and Moon. I'm using a berry and an Ultra Ball on a 34 Charmander because I want the candy that bad. I'm, I'm looking through my list and thinking of what actually looks... I think Squirtle looks really cool. Squirtle's awesome. Um, but, yeah. And other ones, too. So, And I always <laughs> make fun of Butterfree. Because Butterfree is funny to me, that name. I always like send it to Flacco Jones, um, send a picture of it, and I'm like, how would you like your omelet? I'd like it Butterfree. <laughs> send him the picture. It's so wow. stupid. Okay, it's, so. It's basically my humor. Shut up. That's fine. Uh, so, uh, Sun and Moon. So, you went from Go, and now you're playing Sun and Moon. So, based on uh, maybe part coercion from Shane, part I'm I was into Pokemon Go, and now I want to check out this other series yeah. and catch up on what I missed as a kid. So, how has your experience been in Sun and Moon? Well, which one? Which one are you playing? Oh, you Moon. I'm playing you said Moon. Moon. So, um, how's your experience been? You so know, far? I barely scratched the surface of the game. I'm still really early on. Um, I, I I think that I've spent a considerable amount of time, like just trying to figuring everything out, um, because I'm going into it completely blind. And uh, I I have to say that it does feel pretty good though so far i mean i i've not even reached the end of the first area really um but uh but i like the dialogue i think it's like all kind of well, like the, the opening is very cinematic especially for yeah. uh, for uh, when you compare to like older generations of pokemon i mean usually the story setup is almost always kind of the same i mean even i know that like oh you've moved into a new house and now you're gonna go leave it and explore the world but I feel like the way it's set up in Sun and Moon like is is more cinematic. Like it's almost like you're playing a PlayStation game or something. You know what I mean? Like it's just I yeah. Don't know, well, felt without that way to me. Uh, any other game to compare it to, I mean, I felt like it, with the current um, I don't know video games that are out there, it felt like pretty much on par with those in terms of the introduction. I would say it was pretty. Uh, pretty good it's pretty good so far i like it i i uh you know i like that um it feels kind of the same as pokemon go and you catch a pokemon i like that the whole the how the ball moves and everything and that it yeah but that can also and... be the most like anxious stress inducing thing in the oh, world oh it's so frustrating <laughs> uh, well i haven't gotten to the frustrating point yet yeah 
Um, and you, you probably never will unless you're like me. You want to get everything on here. Yeah, and I don't... I mean, obviously, like I said before, I'm not a hardcore Pokemon player. So I'm playing it casually, and I'm enjoying it for that. And that's fine. That's me. I'm, I'm the yeah. filthy casual on the show. That's, that's yeah. fine, yeah. So it's fine. It's good. Well... Uh, I guess I'll talk about my thoughts on Sun and Moon a little bit, and then um, Shane. I know you're. We're all dying to hear what you think as the Pokemon. Why don't you just talk obsessive. about the news first and dumb go, and then we can have a long discussion <laughs> about the good. I'll, game. I'll, well, actually, I think there's a lot going on with Go. Fine, I, I will talk about what's going on in Go because even though you say dumb go, there's actually quite a bit going on. Well, that's right its now official go. name. Well, first off, in Pokemon Go, it's expanded to more countries in the Middle East. So if you want been wanting to play the game in Israel or Kuwait or Lebanon. Uh, there's all these new places that you can play it. So, uh, welcome to Pokemon Go, those of you in the Middle East. Now, uh, also, so remember a couple episodes ago here when we said, oh, events like Halloween, that's never going to happen. And then they did the Halloween event like they announced it the very next day. Well, actually, they're doing a Thanksgiving event as well. Uh, they're doing a double experience and double Stardust event. And that actually started on the 23rd, and it's going through the 30th of November. Interestingly enough, uh, Niantic, who makes Pokemon Go, you know, also makes Ingress, which is a game I've talked about on the show before. Ingress is also having a double XP event uh, right now. But this is this is kind of customary that the end of November is always a double uh, AP is what it is. But I still say experience uh, a double experience event in Ingress because uh, it's the game's anniversary. So this is the fourth anniversary event. So they're doing double experience for a couple weeks. So it's interesting because you have Pokemon Go and Ingress doing double XP at the same time, which sucks for somebody like me that's trying to play both. Pretty much the best thing I can do is I can play Ingress and use the accessory for Pogo. Um, but even with that, sometimes the accessory cuts out because I don't know what it is. Like Ingress is so heavy on the GPS and the phone resources. Like at some point the connection breaks. So it's like I'm having to go back into Pokemon Go to reestablish it. So it can be very annoying. But the double experience is very nice because if you have that and you use an egg right now, it's like four times experience. So I imagine there will be a lot of trainers who are evolving a lot of Pokemon right on the 29th before this thing ends. Um, very, uh, very fun for the double XP and to gain uh, lots of levels. Um, also, pretty big changes they did in Pokemon Go to the various combat power or CP to Pokemon. They lowered the CP on some of them that kind of needed it, and they raised the CP on others that also needed it, like uh, Alakazam and Gengar had their CP increased. This is all part of trying to balance the gym game right now, of which, you know, you always see the same Pokemon on gyms, and I think Niantic's seeing that too, so they're probably trying to balance things out just a little bit with that. So if you haven't played Pogo in a while, and you were into the gym game, realize the CP, and these this is going to affect Pokemon that was already in your... Um, uh, inventory. I had some Pokemon that their CP like fell, but I want to say Scyther, his CP actually went up a little bit. Um, and so, and that's a Pokemon I've been working on because not a lot of, I don't see a lot of like Scythers on gyms and stuff. So I was just kind of raising one up. So um, yeah. Also, the tracking feature, which we've debated a lot here on this program, the tracking feature feature has expanded significantly. So we are actually able to use it now where we live as can anyone in the United States west of the Mississippi, uh, with the exception of Alaska and Hawaii. So, I mean, that's a, still a pretty good chunk of the United States that now is able to use the tracking system. So I know, I'm, I'm sure there's people on the East Coast very frustrated. They still don't have it. But, I mean, this does seem like it's starting to amp up a little quicker. It was just a couple weeks ago we were talking about San Francisco, uh, Bay Area, and now we're talking about the West Coast. So um, I'm sure it's just a matter of time before... Um, Everybody in the U.S. has access to it. Canada, very similar uh, type of division. British Columbia, Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba, and half of Ontario can use it. And Australia, if you're in Australia, everybody can use it. They open it up to everybody in Australia. So there you go. Um, But it's still not the feat. It's not the feat. And, you know, I I still like the new tracker, but I understand. I I would like to see them have both. I would like to see – because right now – you'll have like your top half shows you here's the nearby Pokemon and Pokestops and the bottom half shows you that sightings, which is just like nothing. It's just like these Pokemon might be somewhere nearby. It would be cool if they would turn that sightings into the three foot thing. Would that, would that satiate you? Yeah. Shane? I just want happy? the three foot thing back. That's okay. all. That's good. That's good. And lastly, I would play it. And uh, some lastly, some huge news as well for Pokemon go. Ditto is out. They finally released Ditto. 
uh, and it was it was kind of a stealth. I mean, they did announce it on their page, but we all thought Ditto would be like an event Pokemon or something like that. No, they just randomly released Ditto. But there is a trick to Ditto. Ditto will disguise himself as other Pokemon. So I actually caught Ditto uh, the other day, and it was a Rattata. It was a very difficult to catch Rattata, and I'm like, am I really about to feed a candy and use an Ultra Ball on this stupid Rattata? But it's like, yes, during Double Stardust, I want it. So I finally caught the Rattata, and then suddenly it's like, oh, what's this? And it was actually a Ditto. So I was like, oh, okay, well, now I don't feel so stupid about burning the candy and all that stuff. So... Uh, yeah, Ditto is out and catchable, so everybody's Pokédex can go. And Ditto ended up being my 100th Pokémon in the Pokédex, funny enough. So there it is. Pokémon Go, Shane. Wasn't the there news. one other thing that happened? Uh, the what, data mining that now there's Gen 2 Pokémon in there? I thought we discussed that in the last know. episode. It's, that's how much I care about it. Was, uh, if you haven't already heard, they've data mined... Po- it might have been come up on OLR. They data mined the Generation 2 Pokémon. It's in the game, but the graphics aren't in the game. So, I mean, there's not a lot there yet. But it just shows that, yeah, they're going to expand to Generation 2 at some point. But we kind of all knew that was coming. Which, yeah. which, again, trying to lure Shane back. No. Here's how to do it. Here's how to do it, Niantic. If you're out there listening, put shinies in. If you put shinies in, <laughs> Shane's there. Probably it's gonna happen. so. It's gonna, it doesn't matter. You could even just delete the tracker altogether, and Shane will still be like, but I have to find shinies. I'll just be walking around aimlessly <laughs> like people already do in this game now. How did I, how did I end up in a back alley in Oakland at, at night? I was thought there'd be a shiny squirtle back here. All right. Uh, shiny squirtle's not that good looking. <laughs> Well, by this time, they'd be up to Generation 5, and they'd have Oshawott. I would go for a shiny Oshawott. That's that's what I thought. All right. So now let's talk about Pokemon Sun and Moon, Shane. Yay, the things that matter. Oh, stop it. I need some hateful emails to come in about Shane needs to stop You have to be happy about Pokemon Go. Go. It brought me kind of into Yeah, why can't you be happy that it brought a lot of people back into the fold, Shane? Well, that's like saying... I like candy now because I ate a Tootsie Roll. That's not candy. That's garbage. But hey, you <laughs> but like nobody candy said now. that good. ever. <laughs> I love Some Tootsie Rolls. Oh. Vanilla Tootsie Rolls oh, are the best. No, mm, it's yum, all yum, yum. poop in like <laughs> in like little uh, plastic wrappers, or sometimes on a stick covered in a candy shell. Anyway, Pokemon Sun and Moon Chain. Well, mine is a longer review slash talking about. Why don't you start? Because you haven't got I've been anywhere. talking. All right, fine. Uh, so fine as the the dirty casual on the show playing Pokemon Moon, I will say this: like I'm gonna give credit where credits due. I think it's my favorite Pokemon game I've played just because the quality of life improvements have really made some of the battling and stuff like a lot more tolerable. I know that sounds really awful, but that's just the truth. Like you know, and especially if I walk away from Pokemon for a while and I forget what some of the moves mean, it's really nice to be able to come back and without having to use Google. Or- I can actually look at what the Pokemon Pokemon moves are right there at a glance, which is really, really convenient. Um, so I like that. I like the fact that it'll also show you, as long as you've battled the Pokemon one time, uh, what the strengths and weaknesses are. Because I don't have that memorized like Shane does, I'm sure. Um, so I like being able to see that. And that's okay that you have to battle it one time to kind of figure it out a little bit before um, uh, it, it tells you what it is. Um, and you know, as I was talking about with extra for a minute ago, I liked how cinematic it felt kind of in the opening minutes uh, of the presentation. I am through the first two trials. I'm on Island two. So how about that, Shane? I'm making progression. That's yeah, like, well, that's like two badges, right? Not, not really. <laughs> Feels like it Two two Z crystals or whatever. Um, so yeah, I've just been, I've been going through, I'm really trying to resist the whole, like, I've got to catch every Pokemon. Cause somebody told me there's a Pichu in one of the earlier routes and I'm like, oh, it's, yeah, what? It's, it's route one. Well, yeah. I never caught it. I never even That's saw it. That's just like, I didn't know Grubbin was in route one until like way later. <laughs> I never saw one. Is that the little, um, Caterpillar thing? It's the, the Grub. I think I ran into like five of those. Yeah, I never on this copy. I oh, never weird. ran into one. No, like I think that was the no. Picky Peck was the first Pokemon I caught, and then that, then one of those. So that's kind of funny that you I have never even seen one. But there you go. So I'm I'm really trying hard not to obsess about that because I already had this thing where um, I knew Rockruff was in the caves, and somebody wanted to see Rockruff in the decks to give me money because you get a lot yeah, of money from that. It's stuff. got like um like. What would you call it? Like side quests. Yeah. yeah. Well, and there was uh, there's a Pokemon in the graveyard. 
that you have to catch too. You remember that one? Drifloom. That's a, yeah, Drifloom. Yeah. Uh, you have to catch that. That's like thirty thousand uh, dollars, whatever they call it, Pokebucks or whatever they call it. That's like thirty thousand. Quick, quick spoiler that. at the end. When you beat the game and you have there's a mission you can go do to do something else that's uh-huh. important. When you beat it, you get a million. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, the thing is, is that now I'm spending. Usually, it was like I didn't spend money on anything but Pokeballs. It's like even the antidotes and things like that. You get those in treasure chests and stuff. There's no such thing as a treasure chest. Or I'm sorry, I, I call them <laughs> treasure chests even though they're just Pokeballs that are sitting out in the wild. Yes, or from um, you can get them from random battle, not random battles, but you get them from like trainer battles. Don't you get um, or like talking talking to NPCs? You yeah, get talking them a lot. to NPCs. Yeah. Um, but anyway, what was I saying? Okay, so I knew that there was a rock rough, and I knew it was in this um cave. Right? What's the name of that cave? The ten something. Ten carat hill. That's it. Ten carat hill. So you go in the cave, and I didn't know is rock rough in the cave outside, or is rock rough outside? And then apparently Rockruff's outside, but only has like a 5% or 10% spawn rate. So I spent like a ton of time trying to catch a Rockruff. And then it's like I run into one and my health is low. So, A, I find that you do need items a lot more in this. I think this that's why they give you the money. Than you did the others. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, so that's, that's one thing. But, yeah, I'm really trying not to assess. It's like I had to have Rockruff. Come on. Like, even if you give me every starter, which you're planning to do, I still have to have Rockruff on my team, don't you think? I think so. I love Lycanroc and Rockruff. So that's like, that's like five of my six Pokemon right there between the three starters, Mimikyu, and Rockruff. Like, what, what's you don't have leave? a Mimikyu yet. Not yet, but you're going to give me one. And what's, that, what's that leave me room for? Nothing. Like a sixth. I don't know. Do I, do I keep the, the uh, Munchlax? No. <laughs> I don't know. Well, that's that's the thing that you get right now by get going online. And I only have him in my party because uh, he had the one hit point move before you get fault swipe. But now I have, you get fault swipe. Um, I, I don't know if I should spoil, but I imagine people listening to this podcast probably played further than I have. You get fault swipe at the end of the first island, right? So I don't remember when. It, just, it was pretty early. It was pretty early on. So um, Let's see. Two other things I want to mention. Uh, I love... The riding Pokemon replacing bikes and the fact that they kind of made that its own menu so you don't have to, like, go back and trade your bike or any of that stuff. Like, I love that. That's really convenient that that's in there. Uh, and then the SOS battles. Yeah. Which which I told Not you. Not my favorite. Which I told you before they happened that you were going to hate. Here's why I hate them. I think they're unfair because I think it's bull that the Pokemon can call for help and not have it be its move. That it gets that as like an additional thing at the end of the turn. And it's, so it's like, okay, if you just happen to be in a battle with a Pokemon that's going to call for help, it's just going to do it. And there's really nothing you can do to stop it unless you killed it in one hit. But they may not come for help. Yeah, you, usually they do, though, which then gets really annoying. Now, answer me this, Shane, because I haven't figured this out yet. If you kill the first, or excuse me, you faint the per- first Pokemon, will the second Pokemon yeah. then also call for help? Yep. Oh, so that I hasn't do that happened. all the time. That hasn't happened to me yet. So, interesting. Update to my decks, 83% now. Oh, what did you just catch? Uh, I evolved um, Crab Brawler. Congratulations. Thank you. So, yeah, the SOS thing just kind of feels unfair. Now, let me ask you this, Shane. Is there a move that a Pokemon can get later to stop that from happening? Because that would be cool. I think if you paralyze them, they can't call for help. Oh, really? Or sleep them, yeah. Okay, that would make sense. Is that, um, yeah, if you were to do something. But why would you want to? Like. I paralyze Pokemon all the time. No, why, you... why would you want to stop that from happening? I don't understand. You only like it because the shinies have a better chance at spawning but in those fights, There's a lot right? of things. I mean, it's, it's sometimes it's a good way to get XP. Mm. It's good for shiny hunting. It's good for um, for uh, EV training. Because two it's on good one. for IVs. Two on one is unfair. I should get to call out a second Pokemon. Okay, but what about like Horde Battles last generation? That was different because, A, you knew right at the start you were going to battle five at a time. And, B, the the level was always like way lower. Yeah, it was way lower. So, and I don't think these SOS battles have lower level Pokemon. No. Well, they have a range, but it's... Unless it's you're doing fishing SOS, it's usually pretty like a tight range. Mm. So, um, I'm not sure what else to say, Shane. 
Because uh, you didn't beat it yet. I didn't beat it yet, but you're going to help. By give, well, he's Shane's going to give me all the Pokemon I want, so I don't have to worry about stopping to catch Pokemon. I can just like burn right through the game. I didn't say I was giving you all the ones you wanted. I said I can give you the starters. And, and I don't Mimikyu. even know if I don't even know if Mimikyu can breed. You if it said can, you were going to give me a Mimikyu. I said you maybe didn't need it, but I don't, want it. I don't know if I want to play this game. From <laughs> listening to you guys, <laughs> Shane's just not nice. That's all. Yeah, right. nice. You're gonna give me all the ones I need, though, right? Yeah. Okay, thanks. So oh, he has no problem saying, "Oh yeah, I'll do, I'll do whatever." Well, because he knows that I don't, I'm not as emotionally invested in it. So he's like, "Rob's just, not emotionally invested in it at all." Are you kidding? <laughs> are you kidding? I'm like, <laughs> but you're you not whining at me about it. I'm like, either. you better hurry, Shane. Final Fantasy 15's out on Tuesday, and I can't guarantee. What Some people were that. getting theirs today. What I saw online, and uh, several people got theirs today. What? what? <laughs> I gotta check the mail. All right. Really? I, yeah. I have mine order. So when does it come out again? <laughs> Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> wow. Is it Amazon showing up early? I I can't tell. I, I know one is not because one that I saw was definitely the Square Enix store because it was the big super fancy collectors. And then but I saw somebody else get the medium collectors. Mm. So I don't know where that one came from. I had the super fancy collectors so and I, I, canceled I, it. I canceled that. I like Amazon stuff showing up every day for the next few days because... Crystal Pepsi finally showed back up on Amazon. <laughs> oh, and did you tell Jim? Alan has Jim it. wants it so bad. Oh no, I'll text him and see if they still have it up. So can you can you text Jim while we're trying to do a show? All right. <laughs> um, sure. But anyway, uh, so Shay, no, seriously, tell us your thoughts on Pokemon. So first of all, this has dethroned Generation Five as my favorite generation. I think this is a really really good game. Um, you already mentioned like the quality of life changes. I love that there's no more need for an HM slave. Just using the ride Pokemon is fantastic. Um, the story was really good. I'm not going to do any spoilers, but there's like an overarching theme through the entire story. It's really good. Um, you see actual character like growth, which is awesome too, which I would never expect from a Pokemon game. And uh, overall, it's just it's been way more fun to play for some reason. I do have some problems with it, though. Um, One, I think the encounter rates are really messed up. Like you have these new Pokemon, but there's one, for example, I keep spitting on my system because I'm talking at it. Um, There's one Pokemon that you can only get in one fishing hole and... It has, like, if it's not the little rippling water, I think it's, like, a 1% chance to get. And if it is rippling water, it's a 10% chance. And once you fish in that hole when it's rippling water, uh, the ripples go away. So you have to exit the area and come back. So that's kind of dumb. I like the SOS mechanic a lot, but some Pokemon you can only get through SOS, and they tend to be a low chance. Or they're based off of the weather going on, which is just dumb. I tried to get a cast form for three hours the other day, and that was not like fun to actually do. I'm okay if I'm like hunting shinies, which I still haven't gotten yet because I'm waiting to get the um, the shiny charm in case it does affect my chances. But I don't think that having weather SOS Pokemon was a good idea. It's just too low of a chance, and it gets frustrating. Um, what else about this game? Uh, I like the character models. I really wish, starting with this game, we could be somebody that's older than 11 years old. Like They have a lot of like decent-looking older character models. Why can't we have a Pokemon game now where we get to pick our age? I mean, everything else is practically customizable. Why can't we have like a, like a kid, teen, adult-like those three options i think that'd be really fun um uh i haven't played a lot of the festival plaza didn't really seem that interesting the pokey pelago is pretty nice though like um in these games you usually get like one stone for evolution and if you have sand slash and vulpix in this game they both need an ice stone well there's only one in the game so i uh I used Pokepelago to find me more stones. Like, I just got another ice stone, though I did promise somebody on Twitter that I'd give it to them, but now I'm kind of being greedy, so I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't... I don't... I, I don't... Classic shame. I don't want to... Like, why can't he do his Pokepelago? 
What do I get out of that? What's Pokepelago? Do I have that open yet? No, you don't. Oh, okay. What is that? Pokepelago is this set of islands where you can do things. So you know those beans, the Poke beans? You get yeah, them. that I don't know what they do still? Uh, you feed them to your Pokemon. Yeah, but does it matter what color? I can't tell the colors, but there's different types later on. There's like mm. like spotted types, and then there's a rainbow one also. But they like help increase happiness and, and all that good stuff for friendship. And But you also use them in Pokepelago as a currency, basically. But So you've got different islands. One gives you more beans, which I love just hitting the little vine to make more beans. That island also brings... Um, random pokemon there that you can just like recruit or capture without having to go hunt them down then there's an island where you can find like the stones that i was just talking about and other um other things so you can get more ice stones that way so yeah it's the only it's it's the only way you can unless you trade some somebody else there's an island that's uh where you can raise their happiness you just leave them there it's like a like a hot springs but also will help hatch your eggs if you want but egg hatching is so easy in this game i love it um how is it easy it just seems to go by really quick oops i dropped my phone um there before like you really needed to be at a certain place with a pokemon as flame body and you just like run around this like little area in in uh x and y i think it was lumio city and then in ruby sapphire it was the i forget what it's called um but now, like, I just hop on Tauros and I run around a little bit and it hatches. It's so quick. So I'm glad that that feels like it changed. But um, you can hatch eggs that way or in the sauna thing uh, or hot springs. There's also, I didn't develop all my aisles yet. Um, there's one where you can grow berries. And there's also one where you can, uh, I think it's EV train them. So you can just put them there and they'll... Uh, They'll, uh, I don't know if it's EV train or level up. It's one of the two. I'm not developing that aisle yet. I don't care about it, but there's a lot to do. And, and that's the important thing. I, um, was very surprised that, you know, this feature I didn't really think was going to be that great. Actually, I think has been super beneficial. Like I get, I, this morning before, uh, I came over, I was, I think I was at like maybe a hundred ish, uh, pokey beans of the base ones. Cause that's what you use for currency really. And then I turned it on. I shook the little tree vine thing came here, shook it again. I'm already at almost 200 from just that. Um, can you tell me a little more about the Pokemon festival? Because I, I have a hard time figuring out what that I, is and how that fits. In the I game. can't really. Cause I didn't, I don't really, I haven't messed with it. I, I tried. It's like, you can, I know wonder trade is there. Well, and so is GTS and all that. Yeah. Stuff. Cause I got, I got, I threw away a Pokemon and wonder because I I it's I did that thing where like I accidentally caught a second one where I thought I had one and I didn't mm-hmm. so I accidentally caught a second one so I threw but I got something I didn't have yet so that I was guess cool. that's good and um, I figure people aren't hacking Wonder Trade yet so oh no they are new. and it's oh, screwing up it. people's games God damn it but I don't know because it like it blocks out your bottom screen if it, if you have those hacks and stuff mm. so that's why I was a little worried because. I got a couple things off of the trade, uh, global trade, whatever, and uh, like I kind of want to breed them real quick and then throw the ones I got away just in case. But um, let me go to my festival plaza. I really don't. I haven't done a lot with it, and I think a lot of people actually like this. So um, I don't know. Well, and you see random people there. It doesn't seem to be actually people from your friends list, which I would have no, thought. No, it, it's like uh, in X and Y and Ruby Sapphire where you had like the passerby bottom stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, How do you force your friends to show up? Or I don't do know. they? Mm. I'm sure they do. And you can set VIPs and things. That's one thing I need to kind of go over. I can't speak to that like at all. So All I know is that bad. there's a couple lottery places and they'll give me free stuff once a day if I talk to them. Oh, yeah. I don't that's, care about that. That's all. Um, what else? Oh, for some reason, and I was talking to somebody on Twitter about this and they felt the same way. The ball mechanics feel strange. Like, you know, you have like, I, were you going to make a bad joke? Cause Maybe. I can just tell that's what you're going to do. Um, then I remembered I'm supposed to keep this show family friendly. Um, so you had just the three base ones are pokeball, great ball and ultra ball. They're all supposed to have different like capture rates. And I swear there's no difference between them. Like it's pretty bad. Uh, I feel like I'm wasting a ton of ultra balls 
on low-level things that should have been caught very easily, even if I get them down to one HP with false swipe. So I I don't know if they changed like the capture rate, if it's more, if they're all closer to each other or not. But um, I don't I don't like it at all. And I think that's it. But overall, like as negative as all that sounded, this is my favorite, and I don't think I'll stop playing this game for a long time. Any one of my four copies, three of them being Moon. Since you've gone through the entire game mm-hmm. um, now at this point, and you've gone through the whole story, how do you feel ultimately about the changes from the badge system with the gyms to this new system they're doing with like the Z crystals and the trials and all that? How do you feel about that change? Oh, really quick, Z moves, not that great. Like They're cute, but I don't use them hardly at all now. Like They just don't seem worth it. Uh, as far as the changes from gyms to trials, I w- would like them to keep trials going. I think gyms are kind of boring. Like it's cool that you go to this neat little area and everything's kind of themed after whatever gym type it is. That's cool. But the trials were way more interesting and more fun. And I like totem Pokemon. Oh my gosh. The ghost trial is super creepy and really awesome. So I don't think we ever would have got like a cool ghost gym like that. That's that was my favorite trial, hands down. Um, since you know we did start, believe it or not, Shane. As much as you don't want to admit it, we started talking a lot about Pokemon Go on this show in the beginning when you actually played it. Um, and I imagine there might be people out there listening who've still only experienced Pokemon Go. What do you think people are kind of missing out on by not getting into Sun and Moon story? I, I think. The competitive aspect, um, they're just two completely separate games. One's a, a, a mobile phone game where you tap a screen and then you throw a Pokeball. You don't have to weaken it. You don't have to worry about type matchups unless you do the gym battling, which isn't that great. Um, I feel like you can invest a lot more time, and I feel this is more rewarding. So I think this is just a better game. Um, so, I mean, is this game going to carry you through the next couple of years till we get the next generation on who knows if it'll still be a 3DS thing or exclusively on the Switch? Well, that rumor is that the Switch is going to get the the follow-up. Yeah, I want to ask you about that. What do you think about that whole rumor about Pokemon Stars on the Switch? What do you think about that? As uh, Joe from Cerebi.net pointed out, and I think a lot of us were feeling this too when we started playing it, this game doesn't feel like it really uses the touchscreen at all. Like the other ones felt way more dependent on it. So if this, if the third game, which is apparently called Stars, Pokemon Stars, uh, is for the Switch, makes sense because all this can be done on one screen. There's no reason for the two screens anymore. Um, I'm fine with it. I will take, I will buy it. It's Pokemon. I can't not buy it. Um, I wonder if they'll improve the graphics at all. Well, the graphics are pretty decent, all things. Oh, I know. They're really good in this game. It does look very cartoony, which is what, you know, Pokemon also is. So, um, yeah, I mean, if they improve the graphics, I wouldn't be expecting a lot. But that would be pretty cool if they put it on the Switch. I want to know what your opinion, though, is on... You're still playing on the old 3DS model. How is it working out for you? It's fine. I don't know. You keep telling me that I'm getting some type of subpar experience. I don't feel that it's... That's what people tell me on the internet. Maybe it's like... Okay, we were having this discussion off air about... uh, It might have just been with Extra. You might have not been here yet, but we were talking about like the PS4 Pro and how like some websites are saying that the PS4 Pro doesn't render games like at the same frame rate as whatever, whatever. Like what was this you were saying for like Watch Dogs 2 apparently underperforms on the PS4 Pro, but they weren't considering the patch and like that. What was this you were saying? Yeah, they, they overshot, I think, with their analysis because a lot of those games got patched since um, like Watch Dogs 2 and Deus Ex and they are actually performing at optimal, optimally, I think, for what it's worth on the PS4 Pro now, but they still have 
those those uh, videos up. But at, at the so end it's of the disingenuous. day, it, it's kind of hard to tell the difference. Yeah, right? and it's also, I mean, even pre-patch, if you weren't um, like a part of Eurogamer, if you didn't go to their website, you wouldn't have noticed. I mean, these these changes in frame rate are so subtle. Most people aren't going to tell the difference between a 55 frame, uh, FPS and 60 FPS. Most people aren't going to tell that difference. But because Eurogamer actually has that analysis and they're like, these dips are noticeable when they go to 55 fps then it puts it in your mind like it, you want to notice it yeah right I, I feel like that's what's kind of happening with pokemon too is that you know shane's telling me it should look different but i don't i don't, I don't really know feel that it should look different that there should be slowdown and you can't the, close your system i will say this i do notice slowdown what do you mean you can't close your system like if you oh no you can't hit the home button right is yeah you that, can and it takes you out yeah, well, it takes you out of the game back to the home screen, but you can go right back to where you left off. It doesn't look like it does in other games, though. It doesn't like freeze. I'm using the old 3DS, and I yeah, it doesn't it doesn't anymore. freeze the top screen like it does in other games. It, like actually goes out of the game and into the home. And so takes, it closes the game. Yeah, it takes okay. a little. Well, it doesn't close it completely though, because you can go back and pick up right where you left off. Yeah, it, like I've... sleeps it or something. But um, yeah, okay, that part's a little slow. Well, somebody but... said that it's like Smash Brothers. Or lots of people are saying it was like Smash Brothers. It probably Brothers. is like Smash Brothers, but I've... Well, I didn't... I thought Smash Brothers on the handheld was kind of junky to begin it was. with. Uh, sorry to any Smash Brothers fans. But it's great on the Wii U, don't get me wrong, but it just... It never should have been on the 3DS. But, um... But anyway, uh, I was going to say, to your credit, I will say this. Two things. A... There's like no 3D anywhere in it. Except- oh, I love it. And the only thing that is 3D is the dumb Pokey Finder, which I'm sorry, that actually was a really bad addition. I don't think it's fun. The, at but all. that's the Pokemon Snap thing, right? Yeah, basically, it's, it's not good. At that all. is the only place where I notice performance issues well, majorly. Even I see it, and I figured it was because it was 3D. It's just I don't think the Pokemon Finder is. Do you even need that thing. for anything? Not that I know of. Did you? I was gonna say, did you do it at all? Besides, I, like I that very like, first one, I did like a couple of them. Like, oh, maybe this will actually do something fun. But all I did was take up time that I could have been doing something else. And you got so. like a burn heel for doing it? No, I got nothing. Oh, geez. It's I so... thought you would have got like money or something for doing it. No, it's it's not good. And I don't understand. Oh, you do need it for, uh, for well, you don't need it. But they incorporated it into, um, what's it called? The ghost trial that I love. So mm. I guess it's useful there. Uh, one other thing I want to ask you about, actually, because this also struck me as something that was a very different mechanic from the other games, but the whole, like, um, grooming your Pokemon after battles. Oh, that's fantastic. Caring for the Pokemon. What do you, what do you, like, what do you think of that? You like that? I love that. I think it makes it a lot easier. You don't have to go back to Poke Centers as much. Um, and also, it's just, like, your items now, with the exception of healing items, and I guess, like, ethers. And revives are really just for in combat. So yeah. if you get paralyzed, you're going to use a paralyzed heal in combat. But after combat, you can just go to your Pokemon refresh and use that. And that's way better. And the only thing able- I don't like about it is it's kind of a time sink. Like it takes some time to, you know, eh, it's not that bad to rub out the paralyzed and all that stuff. But I also feel like because of the way they incorporated it this time, instead of the Pokemon Ami, um, like I felt a more of a like connection to my Pokemon by the end. Everybody was at like their max friendship with me. So they were taking uh they were doing more crits, they were dodging attacks, they were staying alive with one HP sometimes. Um I don't know, I liked it a whole lot. I'm glad that they kind of force you to use it. It's not just like little dumb Pokemon that you're running around with now. It's like your Pokemon that you're running around with. Mm. All right. That's my opinion. Um, so where where does Pokemon go from here? I mean, they don't really do patches or anything with the Pokemon games. I mean, they've done have they, they done minor patches, like really like, minor things? Like fixes like for bugs, bug but fixes not like stuff, right? balance changes. Those are all done before the game. And we're not gonna really see DLC or anything like that. That doesn't no, really just, happen with uh, these games. Just the like event Pokemon like Magirna starts in two weeks, I think. Um, for America, at least Japan already has it. I need to work on my Japanese copy so I can have it. Um, but no. Uh, oh, and that's another thing I haven't tried yet. The, the QR scanner stuff, because you can get, you can freaking get like Samurott that way. And if I want Oshawa in my game, that'd be a fantastic. Um, but I'm too focused on getting the real decks done first, I guess. 
but that seems like a fun thing to do also. Now you mentioned that one thing you want to grow into as the year, you know, closes out and everything once you finish your decks is that you want to get into the competitive battling and all that mm-hmm. stuff, right? Yeah. So how what's what's gonna your be your, your approach to all that? I don't know yet. Like <laughs> I gotta focus on one thing at a time in this game where I get overwhelmed. So um I, I keep wanting to look up stuff to kinda learn about it, but I uh I wanna finish my decks first before I look too hard at that is there competitive stuff already brewing out there oh yeah i see people like on twitter like talking about things all the time wow of course there's and i think i just hatched your mimic you the egg hatching screen reminds me of go oh does it yeah just the way it kind of looks i'm sure when they develop pokemon go they add access to some of the you know early builds of sun and moon so they could try to put some consistency i'm still really surprised they didn't do anything where like if you bought sun and moon you got some type of perk in Pokemon Go. I would have thought they would put like maybe just the starters in Pokemon Go or something, but then I guess that would be weird to have like all these Gen One Pokemon, and then all of a sudden like you know Gen, Gen 7, Seven starters. Yeah. It would be a little weird, but I, I would have thought they would have done some type of tie-in. No, or may, maybe do like a, a a Lolan Pikachu or something silly. You know, they don't, don't have know. an Alolan Pikachu. I, they could have made one. <laughs> no. They have all these different Pikachus. They do the stuffed animals for the World Championships and stuff. They could have just done a silly costume or something. No. Come on. Nope. All right. Well, um, I guess, is, is that it? We don't, There's no news or anything to report on, on Sun and Moon right now because everybody's playing it, right? Yep. There's no news that I'm aware of. But um, we will still be back uh, probably in a couple weeks to talk about whatever develops with Go. And we'll talk about the continuing adventures that Shane has in Sun and Moon. And I'm sure... No, it'll be shiny hunting by then. Probably. Shiny hunting by then. And then we'll start to hear more about what's happening in the competitive scene and all this other stuff too. So I know the first one over here on the West Coast that I'm aware of is December 17th. So I kind of have to start thinking about Uh-oh. that. Are you going to try to do that? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I think even um, me and my friend from work are going to go to it. But I think even uh, who was on the show before, I think Danny might come out for it, too, just to come hang out and play. Is it in San Francisco again? No, it's San Jose. Oh, that's not far. Yeah. That'll be easy. Well, good luck. I hope we'll, we'll do another episode before that, we'll see. that happens. So awesome. All right. Well, before we wrap up tonight, X for even very quiet over there. But I understand you probably don't follow the Sun and Moon stuff as close. No, as but I just did art. Did, oh, he drew, he drew a Pokeball yeah, during the show. See, what cool. else did you draw on that? It was like a little play. Oh, no, or is no, no, that, no. Oh, that's, that's, part of... that's tools. Oh, I see. <laughs> uh, let me actually. But it's like, it's it's much more than just like two circles in a line. Like he, he drew, like it looks like vector art or something. It's very, yeah, you did like little shading and stuff. Yeah. Very nice. Look at that. That's lovely. You should put that art. on Twitter or something. I should. Let the world appreciate your art. I well, will. Exifer, thank you for being here. Thank you. It's, it was good to be here. And, uh, you know, let us come back if you... Uh, Maybe up. if I get more hardcore into my game, I'll be able yeah. to give you guys a report. There you go. Well, in the meantime, do you want to plug your various stuff? Oh, yeah. Uh, Twitter, XtoferC, so X-T-O-F-E-R, so at XtoferC. And then, oh, and C at the end, duh. And then, <laughs> um, and then my Twitch is Xtofer, but it's spelled differently. It's E-X-T-O-P-H-E-R. You know, every single time you want to choose your screen name, it's always used, it's always used up. Somebody already ha- has it. So I have Jerks. like all of these different variations on Extifer, but it all means the same thing to me. So, all right, join, uh, follow me. All right. And um, yeah, we'll we'll still continue to watch our mailbag. If you want to send us an email, if you have questions, tell us about your progress in Sun and Moon. I think that would be cool. Uh, Pokestoppodcast at gmail.com. You can always send us a tweet as well. Twitter.com slash Pokestoppodcast. But uh, for now, that's going to do it for another episode of the Pokestop Podcast. We will see you next time. Have a good week. Thanks for listening to the Pokestop Podcast. The Pokestop Podcast is an OLR Studios production. For more information on our network of other geek culture shows, visit vognetwork.com.